This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey Jamie, why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp, the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. They can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, they can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well, what can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. Exactly, my friend. Now, doesn't that make you feel better? Yes, bro. That's so much more off my mind. I'm back, you big beautiful bastard. After three weeks, it must be three weeks. Um, I'm home. I have arrived. I did. Welcome to another episode of Two Men No No Hope, which almost cocked up the title because it's been that long. Um, I missed you, man. Missed you too, man. Missed our therapy sessions. Yeah, yeah. Even though we were pretty much talking every other day while I was on fucking holiday. <laughs> <laughs> what um, makes me laugh is this is weird as fuck for us because it's been so long, yeah. But the listeners, it's just a just a normal week, isn't it? Because we put all that hard work in before you went away. Yeah, and then you carried on the work, doing the TikTok and I did my best, all that yeah. sort of lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but it's been good. We've we've been getting our listeners up. We have been getting our stars on Spotify is now at twenty two reviews, which is pretty fucking good. We've got a lot more coming now that I'm back. We've got collabs. We've got interviews. We've got. Stories. We've got our Christmas-ish episode coming. <laughs> Christmas-ish already. Yeah. That's what we're calling ever our specials now. Yeah, all of our specials are ishes. <laughs> Christmas-ish episode. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I thought, as I was back, I'd, I've got this one. One second. If it's more soap, Dan. Wow! Oh, look at that. <laughs> 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 I approve of this one. I approve of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking well, good, it is. isn't it? There was um, a lids at one of the shopping malls I went to. Oh, they have lids over there. Yeah, yeah. So I went in to go get my brother a, a beanie, and they were doing buy one hat, get one half price. Oh. And because over here you can only get the boring blue Blue Jays one, I had a bit of like fancy one, so I managed to get myself a completely white one. Yeah, it looks nice, man. Yeah, and I thought for this episode, I'll wear it as Jamie's always wearing his. Weirdly enough, but by coincidence, I'm wearing the Toronto Raptors 
hat as well. To wrap this up, yeah. I won the middle of the two weeks or so the Saturday the Raptors were playing. Mm. And I was getting drunk in a bar and I actually found a photo on my phone watching the game at a bar with like, I held my drink up and took a photo of the drink and the TV screen. <laughs> but because I was drunk, I forgot to send it to you. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you were winding me up saying I'm in town and they're playing and I'm like, you're a fucker. <laughs> yeah. But it was like a hundred bucks a ticket and me and Jim aren't interested. So we were like, ah, I'm not fucking paying 80 pound to go see... Mm. I don't even know what the score was because I was fucking drinking. I think they're pretty, p- playing pretty me- mediocre, the shit. My team's doing well, so I'm a happy boy. Oh, mate, the any team... I like the Canadian teams, but they're not very good. Blue Jays are Oh, uh, the Raptors good. did win believes, all right. the um, championship a couple of years ago. Mm, fucking hell. But, yes, so I'm full... Um, I tried to put stuff up on Instagram, but it was a bit sporadic. It was when I was like sitting around doing nothing. And uh, the heartburn, I swear to God, I couldn't even do my own shoes up. <laughs> like leaning down to put my shoes up, I thought I was going to be sick. I've tried so many different beers. I think every day I must have tried a different one. Yeah, I could tell that from Instagram, man. I was thinking, I was like, Dan's turned this into a travel blog. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to keep the uh, the old listeners updated. Yeah, it's good. It's good, and I got a it's few, good. It's good for the listeners. And you managed to get some of them places actually writing thank yous back and all that when you were tagging them in, so that's good. Oh, man, that fucking Eva's was brutal. I had to go back for a second time. <laughs> the, uh, the the ice cream cone. It did look immense, mate. Do you remember that I'm not I'm not an overly yeah. big fan of ice cream, but I think I would have enjoyed that. Oh, it was like a churro cone, like cinnamon sort of thing. And it they put a big old marshmallow at the bottom to stop it running mm. out. And then they fill it. Mine was like apple pie and I went back and got like a summer fruits. But um, yeah, so the reason I went over there was to find out the gender of uh, Jim and his wife's baby. And uh, they're having a baby girl. Congrats, Jim. If you're listening. So a massive congratulations, yeah. I'm hoping it was uh, It was really good. All the family were there. Well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think they've decided on calling it uh, Riley May. That's nice. So Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, proper chuff for him. And it was well funny. Um, everyone was telling her she was going to have a boy. So they got these cupcakes made and they gave the baker the gender. Oh, right. And she filled it with a colour. And uh, we all took a vote. And I think it was like me, Carol... And someone else was like, oh, it's going to be a girl. And the whole room was like, oh, it's going to be a boy. And she bit into it and fucking screamed. (laughs) And the whole room went quiet because they were like, oh. It was like, Yeah, the video looks good, um, man. The video you sent me was, I was like, oh, shit. I didn't even realise that was happening, did it? Yeah. Yeah, well, I was going to go over anyway, but it just worked out nicely that they were going to have the gender pie, yeah. So, um, Jim happy. But no, it's good. But it's good to be back. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, of course he is. I think he would have liked the boy, but he's obviously happy with anything. Yeah. So, um, it'd be good. But thank you, everyone that had emailed in. This is going to be a bit longer this episode because so many people of you emailed in. 
but we're not going to make you wait. Mm. We're going to do them all now. And um, oh, actually, there's a massive announcement as well. So the for everyone that started from the beginning, the very first listener we had email in um, asked us about a colleague that she wanted to start dating. Mm. And she gave us an update, what was it, a month or two, no, a month later? Yeah, saying that they saying were that going they were... strong. Um, yeah. I can't remember what else they said. I think they were going strong and she said thank you, basically. Yeah, so she emailed just before I went on holiday and uh, she said, this is fantastic news. No, that's my reply, dickhead. <laughs> right. I'll... I'll uh, I'll get back in the swing of it. It's been three weeks. <laughs> hey Dan, Jamie, I thought you'd like to know that me and the fella—I'm not going to say his name because I still know Shaws of it—are now officially engaged. Thank you guys for giving the confidence all those months ago. I'm now a happy lady. Yeah, crowning achievement right there. That's the fucking future we've just created, Jamie. Yep, there could be like babies yeah. on the way and all sorts that have been created through this podcast. How do you feel about that, Dan? But <laughs> <laughs> well, they can name it. I'll freely give them permission to either use Dan or Jamie. I don't care if you don't give. Um, if it's a boy, I would say Dan or Jamie. If it's a girl, you can call it Jamelia. I'll be happy with that. <laughs> mine's easy. Mine's Danielle. Yeah, Jamelia. Well, it's a bit exotic. It's a little bit exotic. Maybe a little too exotic. <laughs> Soccer ridiculous. Um, how? What have you been doing during these two weeks, man? Before we crack on with. Uh, well, you, as you know, I was ill as fuck for probably about eight days. I think I was. I was like, at, I was at work, and I, they sent me home, and I was a state, and like my poor dog, poor little Rocco, yeah. I feel sorry for him because he. I got sick on him twice during that space of eight days. Just on, on him. him, yeah. Once <laughs> the day I got <laughs> sent home from work, I was driving home in the car, and I looked at him. He looked at me. We made full eye contact, and I just vomited all over him and my fucking work bag. And I got home and I threw my work bag in the bin, <laughs> and I was like, right, I'm gonna have to take him upstairs and shower him. So I just like carried him like fucking Simba up the stairs showered him down and he was absolutely distraught <laughs> I was distraught because obviously I was feeling ill as well I had no energy to do any of it and then a few days went past it had like it was like a neurovirus so I was like sickness and diarrhea all week which is absolutely awful and then I thought I was feeling better on like the Wednesday or the Thursday mm-hmm so I said to myself, oh, what I'll do, I'll have some of the dinner that Sharp makes tonight. She made spaghetti bolognese, yeah? And uh, yeah. I woke up the next morning, felt fine that night, woke up the next morning, had a sip of water, Rocco's lying next to me in the bed, and just fucking chundered all over the top of him as well. That's <laughs> God <laughs> for life. And he's fucking, like, honestly, now... As soon as I get up, he runs. He's like, nah, it ain't happening. He's got PTSD, in it? He's got PTSD of me. <laughs> that poor dog. I kind of wish you'd taken a picture of him, though. <laughs> oh, it would have been so bad. And then... There's only... there's that. Oh, yeah, I had 
the dining experience, worst dining experience of my entire life. Because you know I like my good food. Mm-hmm. I went to this new Japanese place in Hemel, yeah? Right. And I don't know if Japanese food is the best thing after you've been sick for eight days. No, uh, this was before. This was, this was oh. probably the weekend before. Um, and I'll be, like this place has only been open a week, bearing in mind, yeah? And Japanese food's supposed to be quite quick. Most of it's fucking sushi and fucking raw fish, isn't it? So, yeah. We went in, really bougie. Everything looks really up to par. Everything looks nice, yeah? Charlotte's enjoying herself. I'm enjoying myself. Two and a half hour wait, yeah, for our food. Mm. Charlotte is drunk. She's drank two bottles of sake, yeah? I'm drunk. I'm drinking bottle, uh, bottles of beer. I must have drank about eleven of them, little bottles. And um, there was like so many tables. They all got up and left. And then when they brought out my food, I didn't realise at the time, but it was my fucking main in it. So my starter hadn't even come out. So I was like, "Oh, don't worry about the starters. We'll just pay for the mains and go." Because this is like we got there at seven, and that was like half ten or half. Um, Mate, I wouldn't have paid for any of it. No. But the food was really good. The food was insane once it came out. And then... Uh, yeah, but it's not a fucking two and a half hour wait no. for it, though. We, I get up, and I'm starting to pay the check, yeah? And I turn around, and the woman's standing there with our starters in it, like nine like little bowls of stuff. And they're like, oh, please take it, please take it, please take it. So then... Me and Charlotte sit back down, and we're at, we're fucked up, innit? We're trying to eat these starters. I'm f- <laughs> like, you don't want to eat because you've drank that much beer. And I looked at the bill, and they charged us like for only like two meals, so uh, two plates. So I was happy at the end, but two and a half yeah. hours, innit? Nah, you got a fucking stronger will than me, yeah, mate. Man. Fuck that. So. This first, uh... oh no, wait, you weren't doing this. Anyway, this first email is from. I'm just not going to use any names, right? So I'm not, unless you specifically say, use my name, no one's name's getting set out because it takes me too long to piss about. <laughs> yeah, because some people <laughs> leave it right to the end of the email and then. Yeah. We need to come They're up like... with a. A code name for people, don't we? We still we said this every time. What one for men, one for feet? Yeah, I know, but we're so unprepared, Jamie. What is it? What Bernard and Bernadette. Anyway, <laughs> I'm terrible. My brain's like a whiteboard. You say any name, it just gets wiped off. <laughs> so he says, "Hey guys, I left this a while, so you didn't think I was stalking you, Jay. I saw you at Alan Carr for a few weeks ago. I'm not a stalker. I'm a pr- I promise. I fucking forgot about this." <laughs> If you see one of us, <laughs> I don't know, Jamie might disagree with this, but if you see one of us, please come up and say hello, because meeting people that listen was is just surreal. I know obviously fucking celebrities get it all the time, but if someone come up to him and was like, are you from Two Men No Hope? I would actually shit a brick. Yeah, I, would, like, I, would have physi- I wouldn't have known what to do. I may have started yeah, like, yeah. to evacuate the building. Fucking stunned. <laughs> so like, so like, please, like, I mean, that would, that's unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable that you recognise him. It's crazy. Um, so he says, my question for the show, anyway, after Dan is back from holiday, yeah. 
Oh, he used to say hello to Jim. I did tell him. Um, my question is, if you fancy a woman from work and you and, our, you and her are on two shifts a week, but you're not sure if she likes you back, what do you do? I know it sounds weird, but she always talks close to my face. <laughs> but she talks like it doesn't matter. Am I a dickhead? <laughs> she ain't got no fucking boundaries, mate. Close, talks close to your face. If anyone, <laughs> if anyone talked close to my face, I'd be put off. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I've, I've been married to Charlotte for six years. And if she talked too close to my face, I'd be looking at her thinking, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever um, come across that. I don't think that means that she likes you. I think she's just fucking weird, mate. So, some women, I've like over the years, obviously working in retail, doing what we, we used to do as well, Dan, I've worked with quite a few women. Some women are quite touchy-touchy-feely, and they're not flirting, but they're just that way inclined. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And you just need to kind of yeah, judge, sure. I think, whether it's you being a little bit overzealous or whether this woman is actually being flirtatious if she's single what I would do is I would get like a social media or something of her and I would try and talk to her outside of work I would see how it goes because yeah yeah because a couple shifts a week isn't anything I think it's easier even though social media sucks for relationships, I think that I think it's easier for you to be like, just break up a conversation. How many, how many messages would you be in, Dan, before the dick pic comes? <laughs> you got to gauge it. Innit? <laughs> normally, it's normally it's something easy like, um, like, oh, what are you doing? And it's like, oh, if you're like in bed or you're like in the shower, you're like, wait, let's go for this because no one tells you that unless, unless yeah, you know, unless they're thinking. Yeah, unless they're thinking something other. If they're like, oh, I'm sat downstairs with a massive bowl of ice cream watching Harry Potter, you're like, oh, mate, I'm going to keep that to myself. (laughs) (laughs) You just slip your um, dick back in your trousers and call it a day. (laughs) It's it's never back in my trousers, but the picture is definitely not coming out. But... um, yeah, no, I would never. That seems like uh, I would never jump into that. I would always try and find a way of like talking to them outside of work. Yeah, that's probably a good solution. From there, um, here's Dan. Hi, Dan. You all right, Charlotte? Okay. <laughs> oh, Rocco, okay. he's not covered in sick. <laughs> I was telling Charlotte she's <laughs> she's basically Charlotte? famous through the podcast now. I said I was saying that she's. Becoming a celebrity by proxy. <laughs> bitching about me. <laughs> did you tell? What did she say when uh, that guy saw you at right, Alan Carr? What What was your reaction to that? What was your reaction to that? When that fella saw us at Alan Carr. Do you remember? Oh yeah. A little bit creepy. She thought it was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> if he had come up to us, what would you have done? I'd probably just laughed. Yeah. Because you, I know you would have gone thinking you're someone. Well, I would have been, I would have been fucking Brad Pitt of the day. I would have nearly tried to get on stage. Yeah. I think. I'd have just laughed because you're like, well, like geeking over 
Well, I'm at a comedy gig and I do a comedy podcast. I'll be fucking thinking I'm top. I'll be thinking I'm, I'm an under act, yeah. Yeah. I'm the starter act. And I'm not fucking That might have to be a little clip, you Brilliant. know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was thinking that as well. <laughs> just leave it in. Yeah. Cut out the bit with the dog and then just leave yeah. it in. Um. Yeah, just a quick one there. Yeah, so try and speak to her outside of work and see how it goes. I wouldn't jump in head first. Yeah, do not... Unless, like, you know, whatever like you do, handy. do not make a move at work before establishing anything because that is just going to make your life a living hell, I think. Because she could just be a flirtatious yeah. person. Yeah, for sure. So we've got a previous listener emailed in. The... um. The fella that had his neighbours nicking his crocs and walking past him and <laughs> nicking his, his toy. Fucking crocs. So he says, I really love the crocs comments in the episode. But sorry, Dan, I love my crocs and they're here to stay. There's no fucking words. You'll hate me, Dan, but I was suck. on the verge of buying crocs the other day. Oh, no. I've never. Never, 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 never. Um... He also said he enjoyed the D&D episode, which I actually got a few things that people enjoyed it too. So um, I'm glad because I fucking loved that episode. I thought it was really funny. It was really fun to make and uh, it was different for us and I was a bit worried about how it would be like per, per thing, but portrayed, but I think uh, people did enjoy it. It's a shame we couldn't get the yeah, or, yeah. Uh, video, but next time we will. Yeah, it was to do with like space and stuff on my computer, so um, I'll get that sorted out. And then when Jamie wants a medieval, yeah, so I can go uh, for one shit next. up with a sword. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure um, we'll try and get Jim before the baby's born when he has time, and we'll uh, we'll get that sorted. But it, it's becoming a routine that he's on the he was on the twentieth and the thirtieth. He's like, oh, so we're going to try and do it for he's on the fortieth. Becoming like an annual guest, isn't it? The annual, yeah. well, not annual, bi week, uh, bi monthly, recurring, reoccurring. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, everyone seems to feel bad about tuxedo as well, but I didn't know it was tuxedo. Fuck tuxedo, no, I mean, man! I thought it was mittens. End of the day, <laughs> you get killed in a situation like that. We went back like. 200 years in our like mental state do you know what I mean we <laughs> full survivor yeah, mode exactly. that's what it was if we didn't go full savage <laughs> mode we wouldn't have survived we would have died straight away if we tried to save that Wes in the airlock we would have been dead 100% oh what the barn bar yeah that fucking scouser yeah oh, fucking hell well I wouldn't have saved him anyway um, <laughs> so he's got he says he's got another question for us so he says with the world being what it is I've started to date a girl we had three dates and she's amazing she ticks all my boxes and crazy to say she's really into me only problem what I have discovered last night after a long conversation on the phone that she has an OnlyFans and it's not the tame stuff just in underwear. It's full-blown, hardcore stuff. I'm normally not a protective guy, but I don't know if I can handle knowing she's got in all her doors blown off as a day job. <laughs> Any opinion is a good opinion. 
I would. I, how did you get through three dates and not know that she had an OnlyFans? I don't know. Well, it's a long time since I dated, but she might be keeping things close to the chest. Sometimes people don't know people have kids and shit at the beginning. That's weird to me. I don't know. But then I go way too quick, way too soon, so... I bet you, like, but, do a um... full Google... Like map out of mate. I've been online dating for a long time, so you know the you like, know the drill. Yeah, yeah. If I can't find proof of you, this is what makes me laugh about catfish. Like, if I can't find proof of you, then yeah, I mean, fuck off. Yeah, I think that's one hundred percent true. And like, we've got a story coming up later on as well, isn't it? and I think that is one hundred percent a catfish catfish situation. Like, if you haven't yeah. watched MTV Catfish, you need to fucking watch it because it. There's some red flags that come up there that seem to reoccur for a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you watch it consistently, like, all in one go, yeah. you'll see him. But um, what a lucky bastard. I'd fucking love an OnlyFans girl. I don't give a fuck. Like, I get the, about the protective thing, but, like, everyone's got a job. Yeah. So if she's open about what she's doing, then, yeah, it's up to you whether you can handle it or you can't handle it. But... If it was me, I would say, like, oh, you know, everything's going real well, blah, blah, blah. If I was the person in your videos, would you stop getting your doors broken in by everyone else? Oh, yeah, what, like, make you the... Because a, a lot of couples do do it together, don't they? Yeah, yeah, which is my fucking dream. I would love to meet someone and do, like, uh, OnlyFans, like, road trip thing. <laughs> you know, where you get, like, a van and you go and do, like, a sex... I don't know where you think this podcast um, is leading, Dan, but it ain't all. going that way, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a fucking email from a listener saying that she wanted me to give you a fucking kiss when I got back. She can fuck off with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's my only thought. Like, a job's a job, you know what I mean? And they get a lot of good fucking money. Yeah, I don't think the... For me, the OnlyFans thing itself wouldn't bother me um for me it would be as you said like i don't know whether i would be able to deal i think it's you have to be a special breed of guy to be able to deal with like your partner sleeping with other people even if it is is for work Mm -hmm. um so if there was a way for just like just for me to be involved in it with her then i don't think i'd mind it I don't care about if someone sees yeah. my dick on TV or if someone sees my dick on a fucking laptop. Do you know what I mean? So no. it's whether you if it's whether you want to go down that road. But if she thinks that she's getting all the content by being with loads of different guys, then that's the decision you got to make whether you can handle that or not. There's um, porn stars that have like met. Obviously, you get porn stars that uh, date each other. And then it doesn't matter because they're fucking everyone else. But you get ones that when they meet someone, they change and then they only like sleep with women. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, so it's up to you what you feel comfortable with. I wouldn't go down the route of like, and you didn't ask it, but saying don't do the OnlyFans because that's what she was doing before she met you. Yeah, the OnlyFans predates you. And if she's making as much money as most girls are off OnlyFans, you are a little dick in a big ocean. Do you know what I mean? She ain't going to be yeah. interested in you, mate. Do you know what I mean? Unless you've, That's unless you've got like a fucking Goliath penis, you ain't keeping her around. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. 
Yeah, that would, that's the only thing that freaked me out. Like, if you've... Because I, I would expect a fucking free trial of this thing, man. I'm like, I want to see it. Give it give it over. Well, free trial? I'd expect to look on her laptop or something where she's got the raw video <laughs> footage. Then I can make a decision. <laughs> nah, I, I think... I think it's good because... Um, it shows they're a lot more open. Because some people can be really like funny about stuff like that. And I think a healthy relationship should be... Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's nothing that worse uh, that it's happened to me in the past where I've been talking to a girl for a long time, and you meet up and you discover they're a prude, and like, it's not because of time, because some like obviously some girls want to wait longer and stuff like that. This girl just wasn't interested in anything that way, and I thought it was me she wasn't interested in. So I ended everything, did the usual Jamie situation, blocked her, didn't speak to her ever again, and then saw her six months later in a club and all of her friends said she cried over me for six weeks but she didn't seem like she cared at the time do you know what I mean yeah she had no like yeah. physical because she was being prudish so if anything it should be a man's like fucking dream that you got a woman that's forward in that in that way yeah I mean you've already had three dates and obviously she hasn't any inkling of that and then it's just like Wow, this girl does fucking everything. I'd be like rubbing my hands together. Yeah, she's not like turned up and she's like some cum dumpster in it. That's fucking. <laughs> That's that like the bottom <laughs> regs of like uh, OnlyFans. She must be like quite a put together person. So yeah. that is a terrible term. I don't know whether I should leave that in. But you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean, though, innit? it? Could turn up and it'd be some like clapped out fucking mess. Yeah. No, I think um, if it was me, that's what I would say to her. I'd be like, I don't have a problem with the OnlyFans, but if it's going to keep on going, either do like lesbian stuff or I'll be the uh, the dude. How far in the relationship do you I think do you would be before you have the right to say anything like that? Do you think it's early or do you think... I don't think it's... If anything, you could say in like, oh, if this continues further, it's because it's going to come up. Like you've seen it now, mm. you've got to discuss it now. There's no, you can't then go, oh, okay, that's fine, because you've now just said that it's okay. And if two, three months down the road it gets more serious, you can't then turn around and go, oh, actually no, it's not fine. Yeah, because then you're lying to her. I don't know whether, me personally, I don't know whether I could. Um, there's no way I'd be able to handle it for any length of time so it'd be like because I'm so like I don't know what it is I'm like a psych as I said many, many a time I'm a fucking psychopathic when it comes to stuff like that so I think um, for me if it was me personally in that situation I'd just purely have to put it down to if she's not willing to do it with me if it's too early in the relationship for me to ask her to do anything about it then I don't know whether I could hang around long enough for it to be long enough if you get what I mean I don't know it's a difficult yeah. one you could say like uh, if we carried on dating in the future will you, would you consider this would you consider that yeah. but you can't you have to deal with it now like I said if you say you're okay with it and then you change your mind 
it's just going to fucking cause an argument. I've got to say as well, yeah. <laughs> Our emails that we get in, some of you guys have the best way of putting things that I just, I don't <laughs> even understand the term sometimes, but the way it sounds just makes me laugh so much. <laughs> like, what did he say? Something oh, like yeah, getting his couple. door blown off or something. That's just, I could that. <laughs> um, where is it? <laughs> Which one was just, it was that one, wasn't it? Uh, if you could hand, yeah, doors blown off as a day job. <laughs> I, I, I was literally I... sitting on the toilet when I, when that email come through. Well, the email don't come through to me. Well, it does come through to me, but I don't look at it. You send it to me most of the time. And I looked and I was just like, I'm sitting there and I'm in the cubicle. There's about nine other blokes in the toilet. <laughs> and I just start cracking up laughing. <laughs> and you can hear people thinking, what the fuck is he laughing at in the toilet by himself? Like a fucking weirdo. I never fucking read these ones properly because when I read that, I assumed that he was talking about her blowing her own doors off. like Oh, like a, si- you know, a solo thing. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And then you were like, I don't know if I can handle the dudes. And I read it again. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that makes me sense. And you, so a lot of the time, me and you perce- uh, perceive the same email completely different sometimes, isn't it? It's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. A few times that's come up on the episode as well because we don't plan anything. Yeah, exactly. But um... <laughs> we call it going beyond the curtain. That's what it is, Dan. They're going beyond yeah. the curtain. The, the scene the producer There's no side. blooper reels. <laughs> All the bloopers are in it, Jamie. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you got two different options, me and Jamie. But I think you've hit gold there, mate. You've hit fucking gold. Dan be all so, up in yeah, that. Grab it on. I'd be fucking loving life. Dan be hashtagging loving fans life. on everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I still during lockdown, I still considered doing it myself. I was like, I wouldn't get enough money to keep it going. And then the tax man wants. My my penis is my business. The tax man ain't getting no money off that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so thanks for emailing in. Love the question. Let us know how it goes. Um, obviously, it's the second time you've emailed in, so I'm sure you will let us know. But um, and if it doesn't, let us, just send me the the OnlyFans name. <laughs> <laughs> you are a fucker. So I, I was waiting for that. I thought you might have sent that in the reply. I looked. <laughs> I looked in your reply to see if you no, asked for it. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, uh, that's rude. Is it? But if you he, just asked for he, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I said if it doesn't work out, I'm not gonna be like, oh mate, that's me asking like if I want to see his penis if he joins in with her. Yeah, that's not true. Only if it, if yeah, if you knock it in the head. Yeah. Just just drop me a little little tag with her name in it, and I. Love and it. if you're lucky, Dan will send you a <laughs> dick pic over email. <laughs> Anyone wants one. Anyone wants one, they're freely given. <laughs> right, so the next emailer in, he says, uh, I'm a listener since day one. Saw you on the uh, on Google Cast for your first episode. I didn't know we were on that. Yeah. Do you remember? Well, you might not remember, but at the beginning, I struggled really hard to get us onto Google because when you put us... when you This is boring for the listeners, but when you put a podcast onto Google... Um, podcasts that puts you on about 90 other sites oh does yes, it yes but it's really hard to get onto it so it took me ages to get onto it and once I finally did I was happy but then I looked and no one well, was listening from fucking any of them sites 
Well, we've got one. So we've got anyway. one. Yeah, so I'm happy now. So he said, "I just wanted to say that since episode one, you've come leaps and bounds for each episode." I personally agree. Definitely. We get a little bit more comfortable. We get a little more listeners. We always say we don't want up. people to listen to their first episode for the first time, don't we? Uh, our first episode obviously has got the most views, and I just hate it. Mm. Like, please, if you tell someone to listen, get them to start from like episode four or something. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to cut the first first few out. Just start from yeah, exactly. From devaining the Snickers. There's the, yeah, there's a few um, one liners in there, but we just ain't got the confidence at that point. I think. No, we were doing all the reading out news articles and talking about, which was, was okay, I guess, but I prefer doing it this way. Um, So he says, he's got a similar Halloween story. I was made to wear a balaclava mask a few times by my ex-girlfriend. And she once called me Rich, which was her ex-boyfriend, so I couldn't get over it at the time. So I had to kick that to the curb later to find out she did the same thing with a fella after me. <laughs> That's pretty weird. That is weird. That's nearly yeah. as weird as Captain to America. Put, to, to cover your, your face, yeah, and then call you the name of the ex. She obviously isn't She's like thinking about fucking that ex. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I agree. I would have kicked it to the curb mm. as well. Mm, if the sec... Uh, mm. Dan, <laughs> this is why you always end up in bad situations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway we'll skip over that I won't go what I was going to say <laughs> uh, my question is pretty innocent compared to your normal lark we'll go what, there's an obvious email later on We're, um, <laughs> I wouldn't I would, I would class us as, 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 as a smutty smutty podcast spicy the, the thing now is spicy Jay. Uh, I'm a baker I just started an online baking business in Sussex on Just Eat uh, I'm wondering what your guys, uh, guys, your guys' favourite pastry is, or baked goods, and uh, and then he asks if we're willing to receive any freebies. Of course, we're allowed to have freebies any day of the week. Um, if it comes up, I was looking into getting a PO box. Um, it's not worth it for like if it's not going to be used. But yes, if people would like to send us freebies or anything. Anything they want promoted on the podcast, I'll have a freebie any day of the week. It might be worth, if if you guys think there's something that you want to send us or anything like that, please let us know because then we'll know whether it's worth setting up something. Yeah. Be, uh, we'll have like a little beginning bit of uh, opening mail and stuff. Mm. But then I was thinking to myself, it would annoy me because... We'd have to have two PO boxes, and if you got more than I did, <laughs> what if I started getting roses from women, Dan? You'd be starting well. Yeah, upset. exactly. <laughs> You've already started getting bloody compliments from women, and I'm expected to kiss you. Where's my fucking stuff? I thought that. I thought Dan that was quite. I thought dark. that was quite a platonic thing. It's yet to come yeah, anyway, so we'll, well see that's what another the thing. Think, but um, that's another thing of us reading it differently. Yeah. I read it as, well, we'll get to that when it when it comes up. We'll talk about that. Um, go on then, Jane. What's your favourite uh, pastry or baked? We'll do pastry and baked goods. Pastry. Oh, um, I am partial to like a pan of chocolate. Like a pan of chocolate is. 
I feel as though when we worked in co-op, they were like so easy access. I'd just fucking go past and have one. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I remember when Charlotte and mine's first Christmas together, we bought a load of uh, frozen ones straight out of the bakery in co-op. So, oh yeah, and then cook them at my mum's house in it, and it just ended up being a gorging session between the whole family, and uh, no one ate Christmas dinner in it. My mum was fucking well upset. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Um, but I think my favourite would probably be a cinnamon swell, cinnamon swell pastry wise. That counts as a pastry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, it's difficult for me now because. I can't have dairy and pastries are basically made with butter. Lots and lots and lots of butter. Um, obviously, if you're going to send me something free, I'll fucking eat it. I don't care what's in it. But um, I used to love the uh, vanilla crowns. Oh, yeah. That's like super dairy as well. You can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's like um, it's like a cross on with custard in, like, in a circle with like, yeah, vanilla custard put in the middle. That's absolutely banging. And you can't beat a fucking donut. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. A fucking jam donut. Um, I mean, jam- I do like a good custard donut, actually. Uh, yeah. The ones in the I was about to say, banging. I prefer anything custard. Anything with custard on it, to be honest. But, um, I don't know. I'm constantly watching my weight in it, so it's so long since I had anything like that. When I was in... Um, Canada, they've got like a supermarket called Farm Boy, and um, they had some vegan stuff. And I managed to get plant-based croissants, and they were pretty banging. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, like the um, pecan plat things, mm. they did them, but they had like cherry filling in them. They're pretty good as well. I might enjoy them with cherry filling because yeah. I hated them. At... Yeah. I, do you know when you used to go into that bakery? Hungover, yeah. I used to cover a few mm. Sunday mornings in that bakery, and I was hungover, and I'd be cooking away, and all the bread smells amazing when you're hungover. As soon as you whack a yeah. pecan pan into that uh, fucking thing, yeah, the smell of the maple syrup and all that just starts making you feel sick. And I, I just remember sitting on the end of the because <laughs> it was like um, aluminium benches, wasn't it? So you, you'd be like sitting on the end of the yeah. bench. And I'll just be sitting with my head down going, please, please just finish cooking so I can get you out of the fucking room. It was fucking awful. The smell of them was horrible. <laughs> oh, Nassie, I love all that. That was the best thing about being the baker is the smell of fucking doodads. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, so next one. He says, I recently got a proposal for sex with no strings From a long-time friend. Sorry, you missed the thing there. Uh, she wants me to get with her and her boyfriend as they are wanting to try the swinger scene. Of course, this sounds amazing. Why would it not, right? Well, she says I have to let her boyfriend get fully involved with me and not just high fives over a spit roast kind of deal. <laughs> <laughs> we have been friends for around 15 years and never had more than a drunken kiss. I don't want to ruin the friendship and I also don't know how I feel about another guy sexually. How do you approach this? I know you both are open-minded guys, LOL. 
P.S. You guys are too savage for what you did to Paul Tuxedo. See? <laughs> fucking Tuxedo. That's going to come back to fucking haunt me. You're go- you've got this great catchphrase, it's all about dick money, and I've just got... A- I'm a fucking cat killer. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm taking from that. Anyway, um, that's quite a fucking proposition. She wants to fuck you. Yeah, but it, but the boyfriend's saying he knows. Okay, they said that they wanted to start the singer scene, but she's obviously like, "I want to bang yeah. him," and he's like, "Not unless I get involved, knowing that he won't do it." Yeah, that's hundred percent what's going on. That, that, yeah, yeah, that's right. And it would absolutely backfire if it was me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know if I could do it. Um, she would have to be like smoking red hot. Um, if it was a complete stranger, I would probably, you know, what I mean, if like a really hot woman in a bar came up to me and I was hammered and was like, I want to have sex and so is my boyfriend, or whatever, I'd probably be like more inclined to be like, yeah, right then. Would you let him suck your dick in that though? But, oh, if I say this now, it's going to ruin the com- the comedic effect for the next email. <laughs> Well, would you let him um, do more than high fiving? Probably, yeah. <laughs> the silence says it all, Jamie. Uh yeah, I'm too old now, man. Like back in the day, I probably would have said no, but I ain't getting it. That's younger. what I was literally about to say. Your right. response to me when we were texting about it, and you just go to me, <laughs> "I'm too old now, Jamie. I don't worry about things like that." I was just like, "Fuck that, Dan. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that." <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I'd probably never see him again. And if I didn't have the podcast, no one would know about it. But obviously, if it happened now, I would have to tell everyone about it because it'd be fucking funny, wouldn't it? But um, there's someone I don't think there's that we both know. What's that? This could be right. the first time I told you this. I don't know whether I told you this while I was drunk. Um, there's someone that we both know that has offered me a threesome. Oh, no, you haven't told me. Um, before, no. It was a guy we worked with very briefly. Very briefly. Right. And he said that I want... We had, me and you actually both went to a party at his house. Um, and he had a long-term girlfriend. And he said he wanted me to uh, sleep with him and his girlfriend. But he didn't mention any more than me being there. And that freaked mm. me out enough. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether I'm just weird. I, maybe I'm a prude. Maybe I am a prude. No, because unless, like, I, for a while, did think I was bi, so that's probably why I have a little bit of, like, mm. and I'm fucked up and... I just feel as though if I'm not getting 100% attention in the... <laughs> 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 I'm going to be, like, standing there, like, upset. And I don't know whether that I would be able to maintain the manhood if I'm like in a bad I, headspace. Do you know what I mean? I always like yeah, like it's hard to uh, to divvy it up, right? Like who gets? I suppose everyone's supposed to get equal attention, but obviously I'm more inclined to give the woman attention. You know what I mean? Why? I, I, I mean. You sort of try and lead it that way, right? Like, <laughs> well, that's what that's basically like what's happening. Yes, Basi- to, okay. Basically, I think we've hit it on the head. I think she's 
said to him, I want to sleep with people together. She's picked yeah. you because she wants to fuck you and she wants to get away with fucking you. And yeah. she thinks in, but in there's two ways that it could go for her in her head. She thinks she can have a friend that she's got with benefits and her boyfriend and it will start off both of them having sex with you and it'll end up you just having sex with her on the side. That's what I end up having. Mm. I think if you're going to do the swingers thing, the best thing for that is to jump in head first. Because th- why would you test it out on a mate and potentially ruin the whole thing? If you, when, if you, but like I said, go on. I was just going to say, like I said to you, like if I, if that got proposed to me and I did it, I wouldn't be running to anyone telling them if I like. I didn't enjoy it. You know what I mean? Do you know what I'd so do? You know what I'd do? That they've... If if I was decide that oh I want to start swinging or whatever, I'd go to like a swingers club where they're all randoms. Yeah. There's no emotional yeah. attachment. That's what I mean. Why would you... you don't test it on friends if you want to? That's what made me come to that conclusion. She oh, I could... we both could be completely wrong, and she could actually be. But like the the good thing about the swingers club because I've looked into it before, is that if you go, you don't have to do anything. But you're just there. Yeah, you can go there and you can do like not do anything and just like have drinks and that, or you can do yourself or whatever, or you can, like, it's completely... Okay. It's all consensual, right? Yeah. That's weird. So why wouldn't they just do it? Because she wants to fuck this guy. That's why. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's why. Um, so yeah, there's no getting around it, really. If uh, if he has to get involved, you can either. Be, that's what I mean. If she's fucking smoking hot, and you've got nothing on the cards, and every guy, no matter if you, if even if you're not gay or anything, you have some sort of like that guy's attractive. Like I can look at like Ryan Reynolds and go, "That's an attractive guy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, there's you know no, I, mean? I don't, so I don't think, do you know why I don't think I could bring myself to it? I think, like, with women, like, it's all nice and there's no hair. Like, I'd, like the hair would just yeah. throw me the fuck hair. off. I just wouldn't be able to deal with it. <laughs> We've had this discussion before because I said to you, if a woman turned to me and was like, I can't handle, like, I'm getting hair on my shoulders you have to get it removed. I'd be like, I completely fucking understand. <laughs> I'll get right on it. And I'd go remove it. Yeah. Because I'm the same. That's the thing. Like I couldn't handle if a guy's got like a massive beard. I'm like, no, I don't want that rubbing well, on like my face. Star. But power to women that deal with I it. I just, I don't think I could deal with it. I think, I, I think, as I said, I'm a selfish person. I am a very selfish person as well. So when it comes to, um, like not getting the full attention, oh, I don't know whether I'd be able to handle that. And you're the outsider on. Uh, a relationship it's like when you hear about all these um like will smith's daughters just come out as what is the thing where polyamorous will smith's daughters just come out as polyamorous yeah so that's where you have multiple What's, partners the one where everyone's like together and partners. sleeping together and all that shit and um yeah there's always like a base couple in these polyamorous relationships and then like everyone else's mm-hmm. add-ons but then when it comes to it, that base couple is still going to stay together 
and you were essentially a sex toy. So it, it depends how you feel about it. That's I don't know. I feel I feel as though this woman wants to have sex with you, and she's bringing the boyfriend along for the ride because she doesn't want to cheat on him. She wants the best of yeah, both worlds. He's gone again. Another person want wanting the best of both worlds. <laughs> That's what boys are. Yeah, you know I mean they just they just want everything. Mm. In, engorge themselves in everyone's bodies. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, there's no two ways about it. It's either you're happy with, uh, you can get over it, and you can do it. But I'm like, say, if they're both attractive people, I think that's the that's the first thing people say, right? If you were like, um, blah blah blah, they'd be like, oh, what they look like. Yeah, if he's like an obese guy if, standing it, there with a Metallica t-shirt and a ponytail, you're not gonna want a fucking yeah. fucking are you? At the end of the day, no. And then everyone's gonna take the piss for it. But if you were like, I've had a threesome and one was a guy, and they were like, what were they hot? And you were like, yeah, they were like, nice. <laughs> a threesome's a threesome. I don't care if like you have to get involved with a guy or something. That's a pretty epic fucking thing. Even a, it's a bucket mean? list thing. Always, been. it is a bucket list thing. Yeah. But um, as I said, I just, I think you just have to be certain, like, whether you can handle it is up to you. Because I don't, I don't think I could, no matter what the situation was. Even if I had nothing to do with him, I don't even think I could deal with it. And I think that's just me being a selfish person. I don't even think it's that I'm, I'm, I'll be weird about us being naked in the same room. It's more about the fact that I feel as though she'd be enjoying him more than me, and that'll be it for me. That'll be it. I'll be turned off. Do you know what I mean? I'll just go and get myself sorted out, and then I'll be like, "Thanks very much." Yeah, see you later. You can carry on, fella. Just yeah. leave a postcard. <laughs> yeah. Just going to the toilet. Why are you taking your clothes with you? Oh, it's a bit cold, isn't it? Out the door. Um. All these emails, obviously, please let us know what happens because we like to know and so do the listeners. So uh, We've had some good feedback do it, this week and I really enjoyed yeah, hearing back from people. If if you do the threesome, please, please, please let us know. Uh, right, so that one's done. Was that that one? Yeah. Uh, next. Ooh, we have a female listener. So she says, English is my second language, so please don't take offence if she's misspelled. You spell better than I read and spell, so you're okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, she says, I enjoy the podcast a lot. I like how Jamie talks about himself in the third person, which I'd never have ever noticed. <laughs> Neither have I. Sorry. Have I done I it today? No. <laughs> I don't know, have you? I don't know. See, that's what I mean. I don't pick up on that. I've known you for so long now. I don't think I'd ever. I know when I talk about. Um, dr- I say, if I'm if I'm talking about when I was drunk, I say drunk Jamie did this, drunk Jamie did that. But I've never noticed anything other than just that. Try and make it acceptable for yourself. Um, and I like how far Daniel tries to push him with raunchy subjects. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I want. I just want that 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 silence, and then you just go, Dan. That's basically our That's friendship, Dan. You push me over the yeah, edge yeah. and I have to bring you back over. <laughs> um, I must say I agree with a lot of the advice you boys give, so I'd like to try my own luck. Uh, I'm due to go home this year for Christmas, 
and my mother has told the whole village, it seems. A guy I dated got in touch and wanted to meet back up while I was there. I did like this guy and I do and I do not want more than something casual as I will not be staying there long. I don't do long distances as I enjoy sex too much. Appreciate that, so do I. Uh, do I go with a float, set an, set out expectations or just ignore him um, entirely? To make things more complicated, I'm also dating a young lady here and she gives great oral, but she is too boring <laughs> other than that. Should I just break it off with her? As we do not have anything else than sexual chemistry and pursue the man back home. Uh, oh, and this is what I do hope you enjoy your holiday, Daniel. Please give Jamie a kiss from me when you get back and see him next week. Where's my kiss, Dan? You ain't getting one. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of everyone giving you attention, Jamie. You ain't getting one. <laughs> um, she said she might need advice in the future. I did email it back. That's fine. Um, another one. Greedy, greedy people. All you buys out there loving a bit of everything. Uh, what a situation you got yourself in. Dan, as I said before. Yeah. And that's what I want, but I'm just, I'm just can't get over that last step, Jamie. <laughs> you just can't get over the dick, Dan. That dick hump. Just can't do it. It takes a special person to put that old meaty sausage in front of you. Um... <laughs> The first, the second thing about the woman, um, great orals. I, this is what I think. I'm, I'm not being biased or anything, but to me, lesbianism seems a bit boring without the penis. Obviously, you have got the strap on and stuff like that, but it is mostly orals and like hands. I do, things. yeah, I do struggle. Like, I don't, I don't know whether it's my naivety. Like, this is 2022, and it there must be something going on. But um, oh yeah, there's probably loads of stuff. But whenever you look at it, it's always like. We've discussed. I don't. Oh, on porn. On porn. The point <laughs> on porn, it's fucking boring. I'm telling you now. It, it's almost <laughs> like watching. It's like uh, this is going to be a statement of the episode. Yeah, lesbian porn is like the Dalton Abbey of the porn world. It is boring as fuck. I'm telling you now. Yeah. You may as well have. Unless there's someone out there that gives me a header and says, "Dan, look at," you know, something. Give me a title to look at Pornhub and try and change my mind. But I agree. I agree. Because even even what when they're ploughing away Jesus. with the strap on, on you can see the woman, the other woman that's ploughing away. She ain't enjoying nothing. She don't even know what's going on. Yeah, I know. I don't understand that worked. I assumed at first that there was something on the inside of the strap on for her as well, but there isn't. Is it not? It's just her. Like see, no, it's just her naive, bashing man. away. I feel like uh, yeah, fucking a, a nun or something. Like I don't know any of this shit. I thought there was like a little thing in there that makes the woman feel it as well. Uh, I haven't. I don't know. It's not my, like I said. If there's anyone out there, any uh, sex experts out there? <laughs> yeah, we would. We don't mind being enlightened on the ways of the lesbians. Yeah. Please. Um, and we're definitely yeah, not against lesbians either. Just it's... to let everyone know, we. Oh no, not at all. We love lesbians. Um, like, it, let's put it this way then: if you were with a woman and all she was good at was blowjobs, would you stay with her? Would I? Yeah. Like you had nothing in common. Like it was boring as fuck, but she gave like 
amazingly good blowjobs? Uh, she would get six months. Oh yeah, that's longer than I would give her. She'd get six <laughs> months, and like no, normally, when you realise a girl's mental, you leave. But if she's boring, she'd get six months just because of the head game. Yeah, I'd give you that. So, because um, I'd be trying to like yeah, pull I personality would... out of her, thinking she doesn't need to, she needs to come out of her shell, thinking there's got to be something in there. Yeah, you're giving her a chance. Yeah, nah, fuck that. But then this guy as well. What I would do is I would, I would leave the woman. And then I would say to the guy, I'm only over for a short time. Get that dick. I'm happy to meet up. Yeah, yeah, and do whatever. But once I've come home, that's it. I'm not doing long distance. And if he says no, then, you know what I mean? Go home and enjoy your holiday with your family. And then come back and... That's the thing. You've got If you like men and women, when you get back, you'll be able to find someone. No worries. Or in the spirit of... Um the previous question be honest with everyone and tell her you're going back home and you're going to fuck this fella anyway and see how she deals with it if if she's okay with you going on and having a break because she's probably going to go and fuck someone else anyway so then you could just come home and then you've got instant oral sex <laughs> and then yeah. Actually, you, oh, yeah. and then, and then you can deal with whatever after that yeah, because if you tell her and she's like, no, you're not, you're breaking up anyway. Mm. If she's like, oh, okay, you're going on high. And then you come back and you got even more. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Unless what are you gonna lose? they're that you're boring gonna of a person her. that you can't deal with being around them. Because I, be, I have been on dates with people that have borne the arse of me and I can't wait to go home. <laughs> I'm literally sitting looking at them and every time they speak like I, I met up with this sounds absolutely fucking terrible but I met up with a girl from back on MSN back in the fucking early noughties yeah um, I met up with a girl and she had a speech impediment and it was only ever so slight yeah mm-hmm. so I wasn't bothered by the speech impediment I've been on the phone to her loads of times it didn't bother me and she was really, like, we had long conversations on the phone. And it seemed really good. Met up with her in person, boring as fuck, innit? Like, you couldn't, like, you wouldn't get blood out of a stone. I may as well have been sitting on the bench with a fucking, like, owl or something. That's that's how boring she was. And um, I just remember every time she stuttered, I was like, that's time for me to go home. That's another time for me to go home. <laughs> it just become, like, a new thing for me to go home. And it's probably anxiety. Now now I look back on it, it was probably anxiety back then for her, but I wish you all the best, but you were boring. <laughs> At least you wished her well. <laughs> now, I would go with Jamie's. Um, just be open and say you've had been propositioned. If she can't handle with it, you've got rid of her already. Go do whatever you want with him. But yeah, don't... Do not stay back home. You, if you're coming... Yeah, if you enjoy your life but, in wherever you, uh, where are they? They're in the US. It, they, they didn't say. They didn't say. But like, for me, if a girl was coming back and I reached out, it's because I wanted more. So, always, yeah, make sure to tell him if we meet up and anything happens. It's purely just for now, not to lead him along, and um, 
it's an okay from us because unfortunately ladies um, <laughs> women uh, not all women but a lot of girls have a knack of leading guys on because guys are just like herd animals they just like keep following you until you tell them to fuck off basically do you know what yeah. I mean full on uh, did I not reply to this email Oh, no, wait. This is a... He's already emailed him once before. Sorry. So, this email in... He emailed us about the neighbour that was getting uh, jollies on while the man was at work. Oh, she was getting, like, railed by, like, four blokes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At the middle of the night, and it was keeping him awake. I wonder... Did he... So, he says... Go on. Go on. I ended up... Not saying anything to the neighbour because I don't like confrontation, but I felt you guys' reaction was hilarious. <laughs> I've been working on and off for, bil- for builders for the past year, and he's always late to pay me every week. I have to remind them, but this week they paid me twice by mistake. Do you think I should say anything, or should I just keep my mouth shut and accept the winnings? He gives us a story, but we'll deal with this question first. 100%. Keep it keep it 100% I would keep it but put it to one side in case they ask about it yeah that's a good idea and then you can yeah, be like oh that. because I I work for a baker's and they he paid cash and the woman that was dealing with because he there was a woman that worked there for a fucking ages and she was fiddling but um, she gave me too much money She she did that she paid me twice and I took it back to him and I was like, oh, I think I've been overpaid. And instead of him saying, oh, thanks very much or here's a tenner out of it or whatever, like he said to me, oh, well, I would have found out eventually. And I thought to myself, you slimy fucking prick. So if they've made the fucking mistake and they're constantly paying you fucking wrong, hold on to it for a good couple months. Yeah. And if they bring it up, give it back but otherwise it's fucking free game mate fucking hold on to it they don't give a fuck yeah 100% yeah I, I yeah, work they ain't gonna give you a little <clears throat> fucking present I worked for a cash place briefly in between co-op and what I'm doing now and um, when I was there they it was the, when the new 20 pound notes were coming out like the plastic 20 pound notes mm-hmm. they did this thing where I was having to change the cassettes that go inside of a cash point, yeah. So right. I was changing all the inners to uh, go with the new like size of the money. And I was doing loads of that. And then there was a cassette in front of me. I opened it up. There was like 40 grand in the cassette. Yeah. Right. And then there goes to me... Uh, well, they didn't say nothing. It's just me and one other fella doing all the changing all the cassettes over because that was our first like job in the in the place. So we was doing that, and then the forty grand sitting there, and obviously you sit you you sit there and you contemplate it. <laughs> and I was like, do I take that because obviously they've obviously missed it in my head, or is this a test? that they're testing me yeah. to see whether I'm... Because gen- obviously you're going to be dealing with millions of pounds a day in this cash job. They're seeing whether you're willing to take money. So I took it all mm-hmm. out 
with the cassette. And I went up the stairs with it into the office and put it on the table. And it was like, there's 40 grand sitting. Because it was like four, uh, 10 grand, like note things, uh, yeah. bundles. And I put it on the table and the people in the office didn't give a fuck. They did not even give a fuck. Like literally, did not give a fuck that I put it down in that at all. And I remember walking down the stairs thinking, oh, I should have fucking just took that. I should have just took that. <laughs> and if they sat me, what could they have done? I would have denied everything. I would have been denying everything to that. I would be in prison right now, denying it all. Nah, normally they just fucking sack you and then they just yeah accept the loss. But um, yeah, I mean. the same place did something very similar to me. They um. They pay me twice that month. After that had happened, that test had happened, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Yeah, I'll accept the double pay. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep that. Yeah, no, fucking hold on. It was only like eight hundred quid or something because um, I was on like some kind of probation period. But oh fuck, probation man. So he's got an embarrassing story, which I thought this was fucking dynamite. So he says, "When I was dating last year, I managed to get." to a fit as managed to get to a fit as fuck to date my donkey looking self and on the fourth and fifth date we booked ourselves a hotel for the night (laughs) we had a great night it sounded like werewolves like a werewolf's kennel (laughs) 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 but the middle of the night i was desperate for the toilet the lamb bunner came through me quicker than a hot knife through butter I did what I can only describe as a yule log and it was too much to flush I didn't want to overdo it so I wrapped it up in toilet paper and told the girl I was going for a smoke and I was planning to throw it down the parking lot fucking die while you go out that is throw your shit in the it. <laughs> you should be ashamed of she yourself she asked me to <laughs> She asked to come with me, so I reluctantly did, as what else could I say? I took the yole, or, oh, he's referring to his shit as a yole log now. I took the yole log, put it in my sock, and proceeded downstairs, thinking I'd figure out a way to throw it when I could. We ended up messing around downstairs, and my shit fell out of my sock as I was standing <laughs> to the side as she saw it. <laughs> She she asked what it was, and what on God's green earth do I say? I told her the truth, and she acted okay about it. But when I woke up the next morning, she had left and left me a text saying that she couldn't get over the situation of the shit in my sock, and couldn't see me again. Unfortunately, I saw her a few weeks later on a pub crawl, and she had clearly told all of her friendship group as I was known as Shitty Pants for the whole evening. But guess what? We're engaged now. <laughs> <laughs> how this is a fucking master with a silver tongue how he managed to wingle his way Mate, back in after falling a I'm shit I'm telling out of his you now bucket. yeah he must have some penis on him he must have some penis on him there's no way I thought that was fucking brilliant why would you take it out there's I was thinking at work there's so many different things you could do you could if there's a cistern on the back of the toilet you could have put it in there and left it for the cleaners you could have yeah, I suppose it mashed might be boxed it up in a bit there. A lot, a lot of places now are just like a wall, isn't it? It's like a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could have like mashed it up with something in the. Fo- this isn't your. This is a hotel room. You can do it the fuck you want. 
mash it up with something in the bathroom and flush it there. Do you know what I would have done? Wrap it up and just stick it somewhere in the bathroom. What would you done? I would have put it in the kettle. Because <laughs> you ain't like you well, having one night stand. You, you're like you're not gonna be having a cup of tea in the morning. Put it in the kettle. That's what I would have done. Yeah, but what if? She's like laying in bed and you come out and you open the kettle and she goes, oh, are you baking a cup of tea? I'll have one. Yeah, I'll just throw it back down the back of the wardrobe. And then when she starts complaining about the smell, I'll be like, oh, there must be a dead rat or something in the room. I'll be like going around sniffing, <laughs> just completely playing stupid. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what a fucking situation. I swear to God, I've never heard anything like that in my life. Like, I tell you what, that is, that is a story of a trapped man. He did not know what to do with that poo. Because if, if, like, if that was me, I don't, well. No, if that was me, yeah, I would not be able to, like, no, no, no. I would have wrapped it up. There's no way. I would have flushed the toilet 19 times. I would have not come out the toilet until it flushed. Yeah. That's what I mean. You just mash it up a bit if it's too big. What kind of fucking third world third world toilet is this that it's not going to take a fucking log down it? Mate, you don't know. Well, we didn't even s- like bit by bit. You don't know where he is, do we? Is he in the UK? If he was in the travel lodge, no, they're pretty know. fucking dodgy, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant. Um. Right, so this is another previous listener. So he messaged in, he was... got He got a promotion at work, um, and he felt like people were off with him. He says, I always enjoy you on a Monday morning. Hope, you and, hope you're both well. I love seeing Dan enjoying his food and beers in Canada. Thank you, after Jamie was giving me shit earlier. <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> just a quick thank you for the advice I feel a lot uh, I feel a lot of anxiety I had was due to me I had talked to the gents and they feel no hard feelings against me so thank you for helping me to pluck up the courage you're welcome uh, and he has another question I've been talking to a girl from the next country over and she seems really nice and really seems to be into me it's been two months and every time we're due to meet up something comes up and she cancels last second last thursday i managed to get her to agree to meet me for a spot of bowling it takes around an hour and a half to get to the bowling alley in her town on the bus as i don't have a car at the moment i sat and waited on the bench outside the establishment for around an hour and there was no sign of her i left after being so embarrassed as i had got her some flowers and chocolates and felt like a total moron sitting there all that time. She's messaged me and apologised to me, but I'm not sure whether I can trust her again. It cost me 50 quid for the flowers and end up throwing them away. I feel like she's just going to do it again. Do I give her one last chance or do I call it a day? This is what you were talking about, the catfish. Yeah, I like. I feel bad for this guy. Like, I really feel bad for this guy. Um... I've never been in a situation where someone's physically stood me up. Um, so that would throw me off, first of all. Second of all... I have. This person's cancelled on you a few times. And just go and watch Catfish, man. Honestly. like I feel as though they're cancelling they're last minute because... 
they don't want you to see what they look like. Give us her details and we'll catfish her for her. <laughs> we'll fucking go on the hunt. We'll do we'll... Fuck that UK catfish. Yeah. We'll do it. <laughs> Call me Neve. Call me the new Neve, yeah. And we'll go and find her. And I'll turn up at her house and I'll just like... Do you know where they have the little cameras? I'll just keep putting that little camera in Dan's face, oh, yeah. yeah. And I'll just be like, Dan, how do you feel about how she looks? Dan, how... When she turns out and she's like a fourteen, <laughs> uh, a forty stone rhino or something, like coming out of the house. Do you know what I mean? That's probably. I'll be like, you owe you owe my boy fifty pound for flowers. That's what. You... Yeah, fifty pound. <laughs> like you went all out on them flowers. I feel as though that's quite a lot of money to spend on the bouquet for someone that you're meeting for the first time. Um, yeah, ten pound most. Yeah, you done well. Um, end of the day, she's not worth it. I don't think. Charlotte had a very different perception on this than I did, which I will right. voice because my my official verdict on it is she's mugging you off. Whether she's catfishing you or not, she's mugging you off. Move on to the next one. That's yeah. what I. That's my official verdict. But Charlotte's verdict is if like when she was dating back in the day, she felt as though it was weird when she hadn't met that person. So she would always like find ways to cancel last minute because she would be freaking out that the person wouldn't like what she looked like or um, that it would be like a rapey old guy rather than the person that she thought she, she essentially thought she would be getting catfished. So she just mm. avoided that situation. And when she did go, she'd get like friends to go and like scope the the boy out first before she actually went over so that's like a bit more of a woman's perception on it it's i think guys tend to put themselves out there a bit more girls are very guarded because obviously it's a lot more dangerous for it to be a woman nowadays isn't it especially with fucking jeffrey dharma type-esque people going around yeah i mean but i mean there's things around that right like you got like video calling and stuff like that until she gets comfortable. I feel as though a bowl nanny is public and... enough. Don't you? Yeah. There's nothing that's going to happen at a fucking bowl nanny. But I've had this when I was... I'm not going to say much. I'm... When I was a bit younger. Because, you know, I'm quite young now anyway. Jamie, fuck you. And um... You're the one saying you're getting so older, Dan, not to... me. So... <laughs> so I was talking to a girl. The only thing that's getting older is my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah when i was i was i don't know what i was 18 19 i was talking to a girl in birmingham so that's like i didn't drive it at all so it's a good sort of like two hours journey so we were talking for ages and um blah 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 and i was like i'll come up to birmingham and see you so i got on the coach and i it was cheaper for me to book it not not as like not an open to book the time so i booked the earliest and i booked the latest to come home so i got on the fucking coach went all the way up to birmingham when i got there she went answering her phone fuck me so i spent the whole day in birmingham i went I, there was two cinema weirdly i don't know why there's two cinemas one either side of the road so i went to watch a film in one went over to the other one and then went back to it didn't look like i was just spending the entire day at the cinema 
and then I got on the bus and I come home and then she did the same thing she was like oh I'm sorry blah 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 so a couple I was like a month went by and I was like okay I'll, I'll come up to Birmingham again to see you and the day I was supposed to go up I messaged her and I was like are you definitely turning up she didn't reply so I didn't get on the fucking coach and I, I left it at that but a couple of years later I, she popped up strange enough I don't know how she popped up on my Facebook and I spoke to her and stuff like that so there was no like hard feelings but it's bullshit man like if you've got to travel all that way and they don't turn up no because you're not going to do it again don't make yourself a fucking mug no getting on the bus for another hour if anything she should fucking come to you this time yeah I that's that's the agreement me and Charlotte because obviously my mine was so like black and Charlotte's like so white as regards to like the decisions mm. and I said if anything if you do give her this girl another chance and you do feel as though she is genuine she has to come to you this time not to your house obviously because you're not a fucking serial killer but like meet up with her in a local coffee shop meet up with her in a local bar and see whether this person is genuine and wants to see you if you're going 10 minutes from your house it's different from going a fucking two hours away do you know what i mean yeah because an hour like he had to wait there Mm. to make sure she wasn't like and if i'm honest if if you're 10 minutes i would be a little bitchy let her wait 15 minutes sit in the car yeah yeah like look at her mm. be like see her and then just sit there and make her wait and she's thinking you haven't turned up that is but yeah like it's her li- literally how bitchy i am but i would do that yeah like it's there's no reason for you to go all that way up again if she's interested make her come to you mm. it's only fucking fair that's what i say otherwise just tell her you're not interested i went to meet your girl um this is like my mum would be fuming if she found out the truth about this. Yeah, I met a girl on Habbo Hotel. Do you remember Habbo Hotel? I do. Yeah, yeah. I could have been raped to be honest. Um, <laughs> I met a girl on Habbo Hotel. I told mum that I knew her from Luton, and she moved to Wolverhampton. And mm-hmm. um, she was called Charlotte as well, weirdly. And I think I was about fifteen, sixteen, maybe. I might have been 17, slightly older. And I said to mum, I know her already. I just want to go up and see her for the day. I'm going to go and meet her in Wolverhampton Centre. So I went on the train. My mum paid for me to go up on the train. And when I arrived, it was like four girls all together. And Charlotte said, "That's what girls do. They get, like they meet up with you in a group because so they know that you're not like a pedo or something." So then I was like, "Right," mm. and like we had a good day together and all that stuff. And then we ended up smoking a load of weed. And then I come home on the train, and I remember falling asleep on the train. I woke up in fucking Milton Keynes, isn't it? Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. But yeah, the point I was trying to make was it does work out sometimes travelling for people, but I don't know. I feel as though you're being catfished and I don't want one of our listeners to be hurt. <laughs> it sounds weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, that's what we're doing, man. We're fucking looking out for him, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah, no, like I said, don't... 
Unless she's willing to come to you, just nip it in, man. Don't don't fucking do it. You you are the gentleman, and she was the one that abandoned you. <laughs> There's a million women on this earth right. that would love to be greeted with flowers and fucking chocolates or whatever. You just need to meet that person. Yeah, because men don't do that anymore. I don't do that because it it annoys me having to hold things. It feels like it makes it awkward as well. Well, how, yeah. like obviously I'm so far out of the game, Dan. I don't know what to do. How we? How, how do you greet? If you was on a first date, how would you greet the girl? Would you hug her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not much has changed. You'll have that physical. Not contact. much has changed. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. You don't fucking shake the hand. That's a bit weird. Give my hug. Um. Right, we got a last. I'm so glad this is the last email because this is a fucking belt one. And it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> so, this guy says, with the with the living crisis at the moment, I've taken up being an Uber driver on evenings and weekends. Hearing Jamie's chicken nugget story made me giggle. Sorry, I don't know why I put giggle. That's a bit weird. <laughs> I wanted to hear your thoughts since. Uh, so since starting Uber in on the twenty sixth of September, this guy it's very, very I, I would specific. Love, I would love if he ended up being your Uber driver. Cause you, uh, do you know what? Do, do you know how it started? When this email started, <laughs> when I started to read it, I thought it's the chicken nugget man. I thought this cunt <laughs> is the guy. This cunt. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> he's come back to yeah, find Yeah, he's him. come back to find me. And he's <laughs> going to try and charge me a couple of quid. <laughs> so he says, I've had three separate occasions of someone being sick in the car. I've had a lady wetting herself while in a dress, then cried when I asked her to leave the car. <coughs> I had a cat weeing on my back seat as the drunk owner let it out of the box. Why you would have your cat with you when you're getting pissed, I don't know. Uh, and had... Not once, but twice, two different men offering to either have sex or give me a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> the second one was very strange. He went the entire journey with me from Heathrow to Birmingham, and we had a good chat. He was a, evidently gay, which I don't mind or judge, but I am straight, married, and have four kids. I'm sorry, that's just not my bag. Once we made it to the apartment building... He asked me to park in the underground building, uh, underground parking of his building, so he could use the lift. And then he and then he grabs my crotch and says, "I don't mind giving you a quick sloppy glop glop." <laughs> Not the term I've heard. I I've never either. heard that saying in my life. <laughs> if you want it, that must be a term that that they use. Um, safe to say, I was stunned. I turned it down. I turned down his kind offer and took the rest of the evening off as I was shocked. But the worst thing that ever happened to me, the worst thing that had happened in Uber is a drunk lad spilled his entire curry on the back seat of my car and it smelt like an Indian takeaway when the car heats up. Oh man, can you imagine it? Would you carry on this enterprise or would you leave the Uber into the experts? I've never been so exhausted and drained from a job and I don't see it getting any easier. I would also like to know what you guys would have done about the glop offering and then he put in brackets Dan. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. He knows. 
Like he just assumed that I was going to say yes. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what you I was going to say. Disgusting. <laughs> the um. Of course I would say yes. Why would you not turn down a free fucking? <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! I knew when he said it. You I knew when, he wrote, when I read part. it. I was like, he's hundred percent saying yes. A hundred percent saying yes. Dirty You've bastard. Been stuck in a shitty car, shitty car all fucking evening, and some nice gentleman offers you a bit of relaxation. You never turn it down. Is that how? Is that how you describe what? Dan? Relaxation. That's how. That's how. I would, yeah. Of course it is. Every every hole is a goal, Jamie. Every hole is Good a goal. Good God. The um, that is one hell of a fucking job, isn't it? Having to deal with all of that. But honestly, if that's what all Uber drivers are going through, like we need to start like some kind of fucking like, um, league for them or something. We need to start like a, a, start a charity up or something, because if that's what they're all going, why through... why on earth? Why have you got a fucking cat when you get? What did you go? Don't go down to the vet and then thought to yourself, oh, one second, I might go into my local. Because there is Uber. Because I've I've looked into it myself. There's Uber Pet. But why are you getting wrecked with your cat in a box? What the fuck? Where the fuck have you been? I fucking... I would not do any of that. And why are all these men proposition people for sex? I'm not going to go into that, (laughs) (laughs) Jamie. It happens for women as well. Do you think men don't deserve this, Jamie? Do you know what I mean? um, I've never been in a taxi thinking, oh, I want to give them a fucking blowjob. Never. No, I've um. Well, you're not that way inclined. I've heard of like mates and that that won't, they they lock the doors and they're like, "Oh, give us your number." Oh man, they won't unlock the taxi doors until they write the number down and stuff like that. But that's just because they're creepy fucking bastards. But there must be a thing with Uber. Like, well, you know, if you're sick or you damage someone's car, do they not charge you for that? Uh, I think it's happened to me once. I think I did get charged. It didn't happen to me. Someone that was in the taxi, I think. I think I got charged like fourteen quid or something. Oh, what for? Like dry cleaning? Yeah. Because like, if you do that in a taxi, like if you throw up or you do whatever, they make you pay extra. The why isn't Uber any different? And Uber's better because they've already got your bank details. Yeah, so they could just take it. When someone used to yeah. get, back in the day when we used to go back. Uh, home after nights out and someone gets sick in the taxi you get the taxi to the closest alleyway to someone's house and you'd fuck off down the alleyway that's what you'd do and you'd leave the taxi <laughs> sitting there no fare at all let alone his normal fare fucking hell no I just think sorry that's my Joe the I haven't been back from Joe the really. graveyard in Stopsley that used to be my go to yeah I used to get a taxi back from Luton Town, yeah? I'd be mm. like, oh, yeah, just stop off by the Tesco's. And then he'd be like, okay. And then I'd stop him on that side of the road just before the Tesco's where that alleyway is. <laughs> and then as soon as he stopped, I'd be out the door and gone down the alleyway. Back in, I'll be in my house before <laughs> he'd even close the door, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> never got caught once done it hundreds of times oh. probably hundreds of times well, 
Yeah, no, because they do all different services now. They got like Uber Black or whatever, or Uber Elite. Well, I told Uber you about Comfort. my Uber Comfort trip, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. So I just think, I don't think it's worth it. I, th- I mean, no. Yeah, you need the extra money, but that's a lot of fucking. Do a night shift in Tesco's or something. Do a night shift in like a grocery store where you can listen to your own music, and just deal with like life. You probably get paid better. And it would probably be more... I can imagine Uber probably is like massively inconsistent. I don't know why, but I can imagine it is. I think it depends where you live. But like, you could do Uber Eats. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, you could do the food side of things. Yeah, yeah. Deliveroo, Just Eat. I know on a personal that, level, DoorDash is American, isn't it? there's a lot of that going around if you could uh, deliver it. Yeah, yeah. So I would just, I would switch to that. At least then all you're dealing with the people, people's food, in, but then you're not going to get any blowjob offers. I mean, weigh it up. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck me! Oh, wasn't expecting that. I did that to you on the Halloween episode as well. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fake fuck. We didn't get no complaints about that because I was worried. But anyway, uh, <laughs> well, we bleeped it out. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I like I don't know. I don't know how they do it. To be honest, I would not be able to drive my own car thinking people are gonna get sick in it and shit. I don't know. I, I'm not good around drunk people when I'm sober. So to be in an enclosed, right? I think I'd end up in a in a court case. I'd be in a court case. I think within two weeks. I'd be in the court case. I would. I would have fought someone over something. I just have that image of like the. Have you seen that porn thing, fake taxi? Oh yeah, you're sitting in the front. <laughs> She's like, I can't pay the fare. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there we go. Oh, you can't do that, Uber though, because they prepay, don't they, before they get in? Yeah, but if she'd be like, oh, my card declined, and then you just slap your dick on the fucking passenger seat. <laughs> I'd be like, give us your underwear, and you get, <laughs> and you get a free fare. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like I'm not wearing any and I'm like sweet I know what you're into <laughs> but um, yeah no I wouldn't fucking do it not unless you're absolutely fucking desperate mate give that shit up there's a lot of other jobs out there man you could even like just be a server in like a fucking beef eater or something it, honestly yeah if you got to go home to four kids after dealing with shit like that fuck no weekends absolutely and evenings not. that's like if you've got that time to give up to Uber, you've got that time to give up to like somewhere that will treat you a bit better. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Not that Uber is a bad company, but I just think that a taxi, being a taxi driver in general, is a sh- like a shit way of having to deal with things, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you know it would take it's one mouthy little cunt in the back of my car and I'd batter him. And that'll be me. Prison, six years. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. What? Well, um, so we had a, a uh, follow-up email. Uh, but I can't remember the original email. Which one? He said about a bonus. Yeah, so basically he was getting like a working bonus type thing. Um, for, and... Well, that was due to come to his work, and he had 
father-in-law that lived with him and it was it was the choice between like putting in toilet facilities and stuff like that for him or getting a new truck and we or paying off his debts and we kind of said like lean towards paying off your debts type of thing yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. so he said uh an odd follow-up to the advice you gents gave the bonus never came in but my wife's van did die it worked out well. Decent loan in an amazing newer van with every bell and whistle. As for the house, it sold and I made some money, just over a thousand bucks. But payments are done and I no longer have to worry. Uh, just following up and hoping you had a good few months. Yeah, because that second thing about the house was about when he had bad tenants move into his house that was supposed to be his friends and they destroyed the house. Oh, and they fucked it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now At least he's, he got a bit of money on it. Rid of it. He made a small profit and There you go. Oh, that's good. No, good on him. It's always good if you get the chance to pay your bills even though a new TV or something seems fucking better, pay your fucking bills off. Mm. I was in debt most of my adult life until my granddad helped me out and got me out of it and I've slept better ever since so it's amazing what that kind off. of pressure puts on you doesn't it yeah so if you get the extra money don't go on holiday don't buy new shoes don't do any of that stuff because it's what's it worth pay your fucking debt off be a free oh. man pay it off Jenny. yeah pay it off because once you paid it off your money's then your money it's not going to anyone else to pay it off but we did it Jamie that's all the listeners that emailed in while I was on holiday thank you very much we appreciate it it was good to uh, still get the input while I was away it was nice it was nice to have the love even though people knew that we weren't recording it was nice yeah and all the the feedback from the D&D was good um, let us know what you think about the script game that we did in the last episode because I want to do it again but Jamie wasn't given 100% oh you cheeky (laughs) fucking bastard you cheeky bastard (laughs) we did get a comment from someone that knew the scary movie yeah the scary movie from scary movie 2 I decided to turn that into the thumbnail um, and that was so difficult to find a thumbnail for I, I regretted it instantly it took me ages to figure out what you were on about. I was like, what the fuck is the man in the freezer? Is that what you forgot about it? <laughs> Two men in the freezer? Yeah, because I... When you, was touch- when you was getting me to touch your leg and shit. <laughs> it was like hilarious at the end of the episode. But I just I just couldn't uh, get a decent, like, I don't know. I should have put, I just, I should have put, photoshopped our faces onto the characters' faces, maybe. Yeah. That would have been pretty good, actually, yeah. There's still time to change, Jamie. You can still do it. Yeah, because I... Um, I named the episode... Office Romance... Office Romance is Dead, and Jamie's nickname is Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> that still cracks me up. And you're like, I gave her a Magnum and she fell asleep. <laughs> Is that what you call it, Jamie? That's all it takes, Dan. That's all it takes. Ties are out. But, um... So... She was pissed off when I told her about that. (laughs) 
she was fucking pissed. Right, I made a TikTok of it as well. <laughs> I um, there is no no hope has got talent this this episode because we actually have an interview with a previous uh, artist that's now got a new song coming out. So after Jamie does his outro, you will then get that interview. And we hope you enjoy it because she's taken her time to come on. It's always good to, uh, hopefully, this is the start of many musical acts that we get interviews with. Um, I'm not going to tell you who it is. I'm going to let her introduce herself. But I'm going to pass it over to Jamie for his outro. And uh, we'll catch you next time, guys. Keep emailing in. Right, guys. As you know, this is the part of the show where I tell you what the moral of the story is. Um, the moral story is we are more popular than we thought. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie's a local celebrity. I, I am a local celebrity. <laughs> um, we also learned Dan's on the, ver- near, on the verge of sending a dick pic at any minute for anyone that wants it. Um... <laughs> if, if I get more than five requests, I'm getting an OnlyFans because no one, it only is free for so long before <laughs> I start charging. Tell it right now. Exactly, yeah. If you can get that content in, then I want to jump in on that as well. I'll, I'll send an occasional ball bag pick. But anyway, <laughs> um, we appreciated the love, man. Like, honestly, it was two weeks plus of not recording. Um, it's, feel, it's felt like a long time for us. But um, we've appreciated the love all the way. Like, from then till now, we've had more feedback more listens than we even imagined would happen so we just really just keep doing what you're doing guys like subscribe um don't worry if you've emailed in before just keep sending in the emails we don't mind answering everything as long mm-hmm. as we're not inundated <laughs> which i don't think we will be anytime <laughs> soon but um just keep sending it in and it's two men no hope at gmail.com and I'll pass it to you Dan no you won't no you won't <laughs> uh, what we will do is we'll pass it to future Dan and Jamie for uh, no hope has got talent <laughs> see behind the curtain again behind the curtain again because that was me passing to future yeah. Dan but Dan broke that up Behind the curtain, where I have no hat on, and we and we'll get <laughs> we're wearing different clothes. Yeah, <laughs> right. So the Matrix is real. I forgot what I was going to say. Now I always get put on the spot. Um, <laughs> for this episode, we've got uh, Megan, who's been on the show previously. Um, episode seventeen, she was on with. What was your last song? Sorry. Always. Always. That was it. And. Um, yeah. And now you're back with another one. But um, I, I spoke about you before, but tell the people a bit about yourself so okay, they sort of yeah, remember who so, you were. Uh, that's a big question. <laughs> about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a wee bit of everything. So um, I'm a mum. I've got a two-year-old son. Uh, part of the reason why I'm doing this is for him. Uh, just to show him basically... No matter what life tells you, like you can still do whatever you want to do. Here I am, unknown with a two-year-old, uh, working part-time, you know, 
dependent and all that kind of stuff. And I'm still doing it. Dropped out of college and all that. Still somehow managed to jump back on the wagon. So pretty much to show him. Uh, again, a fast food worker. <laughs> I've got a wee depressing story like all artists do, you know. Um, that's where the, the Kill Yourself songs come from. Uh, but I have got another song coming in. <laughs> uh, and what, the one you sent us or a, a complete another one? Uh, oh, okay. uh, that's the one that's coming out, yeah. It's, I think Callum sent you. Uh-huh. Yeah, the one, we'll play, we'll yeah. play at the end. Uh, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Sunday, yeah. So that's that's the one that's coming out next month. Or this month, rather. Yeah. So um, how did you end up getting with Fennel Records then? How did that all come about? Right. So Facebook has this wonderful thing called uh, it's a page like musicians in Glasgow or musicians wanted in Glasgow or something. And I put up my page on there and I had like 170 something like that. And Callum found me and he messaged me and he was like, oh, I've got a studio, blah, blah, blah. So in May, uh, I was meeting up with these guys and a studio kind of on Paisley, Paisley Road uh, and like it was all right like we all got along and stuff like that so I was like I'll kind of keep doing stuff like that Let up with Callum the next day things just kicked off from there straight away we wrote we actually wrote Sunday uh, mm. like a week or two after we met up um, wrote that wrote always as well um, but obviously I I was there to record songs that I'd already written, so that's the plan after Sunday to bring out some some original Megan treatment for you. Oh, okay, <laughs> so have you got quite a lot of songs already written that you're, you're going to uh, yeah. record? Well into the double digits. I'd say I've probably got like a decade worth of, of songs, so I'm, I'm here for a, a long time. I'll say that. Oh, wow. So, um, what have you been doing since you were on the show? You had some, you've been doing gigs and things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Callum sorted out loads of, loads of places for us. Um, the first one was the old hairdressers. That was in September. And then we went and done uh, Ivory Blacks the, the month after that in October. And then the Salsa Bar, they, they wanted us for a night. Uh, we done that. That was great. We done that as knowledge. Um, which is our band name, me, me and Cal, we decided to, or, you know, so that we, we don't have that grey area when we write songs together, as you do when you're jamming in a studio, like, we've got yeah. a band mm-hmm. to follow those those songs through, um, but that was fun, that was great, that, that gig, um, but yeah, just gigging, trying to make money. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about uh, how far down south have you gone, or are you thinking about coming down south and gigging down here a bit? Yeah, do you know something? Callum's already kind of talking about getting us out to Manchester uh, in January, so that is oh, wow. the aim. Uh, yeah, we're going to try and do that because he's from Manchester, so he is. Um, oh, is so he? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So pretty cool, you know. If you do yeah. Manchester, I might uh, take a drive up for the night. <laughs> well, you're more than welcome. Yes, yeah, so I bring a party. 
Oh, we see. Bring, bring our more. You, you always do gigs on a Thursday. Seems that way, yeah. I don't know <laughs> how that's happened, but that seems to be what's happening, yeah. Although this one, this one coming is on a Friday, which is fun. Um, I'm excited for that one because oh, everybody's oh, off the weekend, so they can all get drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on a Friday. Yeah, Two that's why I said Christmas. to Callum, I was like, because I live in Fife, so I was like, I can't right. finish work at like five get all the way to Glasgow and then yeah. try and get all the way back for work the next day. I was like, it's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I know it's, it's a bit of a commute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so far apart up Scotland, that's why. It is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you said a bit about um, your songs, but what other inspirations have you had for when you like your writing and stuff like that? As Right, so nobody's asked me that. See, when I write, I think of concepts. See, sometimes I'll be working and I'll think of an idea. Uh, one time I was sitting with Callum, smoking a baby, and the two of us were talking about the first rock song. It must have been written by cavemen with rocks. And then mm-hmm. from that concept, wrote a song called The Caveman, which will soon be a knowledge song. Um, and like stuff like that, I've just like, we just come up with concepts and and fail from that or melodies. Like last night I had a melody in my head. I recorded it on my phone. Like, I don't know what time it was, quite late. Um, just so that I didn't forget it the next morning so I can develop it, you know. Um, usually after a gig, I seem to write a song after a gig. Every gig I've done, I've wrote a new song. Um, so, I <laughs> When you talk about inspiration... Uh-huh. I can't even, like, music writes itself. I'm just an instrument for it, you get me? Yeah, yeah. What about um, artists? Is there any artists that you think that are, have inspired oh, what, you, what you're doing? Yeah, definitely. So, I never used to like Oasis until I watched the film Supersonic. And <laughs> that totally, that I was like, I need to be a fucking rock star. Like, <laughs> that, that, mm. that film changed my mind about them. Um, and then, <laughs> so Oasis, yeah, definitely. Stereophonics, a hundred percent. David Bowie, I love how how confident he is yeah, and how out there he is. You know, he's definitely like if you want to talk about persona, I see the way I talk and then the way I sing, it's totally different. The stuff that I say, like you'll laugh your head off, and then you'll hear me singing, and you'll go, "How is that the same?" Like. I don't mean it, but it's just as what it is. When you're from Glasgow, you can't really sing pretty when you talk, so. <laughs> <laughs> so apart from uh, going down to Manchester, is there any other other big plans that uh, Fennel Records have got planned for you? Um, he's taking me to the stars. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, is that, is that what he's promised you? Strictly... <laughs> Well, well, that's what I'm promising myself, um, and hopefully, hopefully, yeah, we, we can do that. Like the the idea is to make as many connections as we can, record the songs, you know, uh, do all the gigs and get like get the clout basically until we're big enough to do, like we start getting headhunted and stuff like that, and then from there, you know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Play yeah, at the end of the day, it's only going to take one song for you to blow up, and it, and then that'll be yeah. You'll yeah, be looking exactly. at number one albums. <laughs> yeah, 
And listen, I, I know how any Akala hook, you know, I've got some stuff up, up my sleeves, so we're, we're, we're going to treat <laughs> well, next year, I'm excited for next year. Yeah, yeah, of course, oh, yeah. That's, what, that's what we're talking about, yeah, yeah, me, me and Callum were discussing this, we want some um, some regular people that, that we have, like yourselves, who, when we have a new song, we can send it to you, we can, um, if there's like venues that can have regular gigs, we can go and do that, you know, because we don't want to just randomly, you know, walk a bit blind. Like it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. What, how you get places. That's not how it works. You know. Networking is oh, always yeah. the way to do things, but that's why we. Yeah. We like jumped ahead like really quickly with this podcast. Like we got ourselves a further than I have done with previous podcasts, and that's because we keep the network going. And I think that's yeah. Pretty much the same thing for you guys. I think if we keep yes. that. Like lines of communication open, then we can help each other. Yeah, that's it. It's all about relationships, definitely. But mm. you have done, yeah, you have done well. Clap for you guys. Like. <laughs> yeah. This well, is an interview for you, not have, for us. <laughs> have uh, Have you actually listened to the show? So I've listened to you since the the first podcast that you that you put up. I've listened to, to a couple of them. Uh, just like the stuff, the, the samples that you have been putting up uh, on, your, okay. on your Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these are quite funny, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah. Pat on the yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's been great having you on. Uh, is there anything you want to tell everyone, like f- future gigs, dates, where you can, they can get yeah, you, so... find you, anything like that? Uh, you can absolutely find me on social media on Instagram. I've printed off, uh, I printed off stickers, and it's got on it a what are they called QR code. So mm-hmm. if you're in the city centre in Glasgow and you find it, you can scan it on your phone, and it will take you directly to my Instagram page. Uh, oh. I've got a gig coming up in December. That's December twenty third at the old care address is where it all started as well. Um, and then obviously the song that's coming out on the 28th of this month. So that's what, 11, 11 days, yeah. Um, busy, oh, well, busy, busy, busy. what you're hearing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grafting. Awesome. That's how it's done. So, but yeah, any, any musicians that are then... listening. Mm. Go ahead, yeah. Uh, no, I was just going to say any, any artists that are listening, feel free to give me a message. I'm always looking for, for new artists collab with and stuff like that so give me a DM ah. yeah, but yeah the, the song's called Sunday and I'll let you awesome. yeah and we'll play it now thanks again for coming on uh, really appreciate it and hopefully we'll hear a lot more from you cheers man likewise Sister
Take my phone and check the time 